Welcome back. Israel Gutierrez and Ethan Skolnick here. Izzy and Ethan. Izzy and Ethan. That's what we're landing on. That's what we're landing on. It seems to be the biggest controversy so far. But we're one hour in, and if that's the biggest controversy, I'm good with that. And one of the questions we're getting on Twitter, I just want to cover this before we get to the headlines here, is uh, the Dwayne Wade interview and why we didn't give more of a heads up. It's because we didn't know when he was calling. Exactly. He's clearly got a lot going on today, so it wasn't a sure thing, but it was. uh, he's a man of his word. He just happened to be a little bit late because he's got, you know, a Hall of Fame induction to, to do today and again thanks to Dwayne Wade also thanks to Jason Jackson <laughs> and we really apologize to Jay Jax I did mean, you see got, his hashtag I, he I says he's it. using this hashtag from now on his new <laughs> hashtag is go to hell because <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you weren't listening the last hour what happened was we we knew Jason was going to call in we want to talk to Jason we both love Jason we played poker with Jason we, Jason's been a radio fixture down here we really wanted Jason's insights he's done radio shows but I had told him and we've been bouncing the time around because I said I don't know if Dwayne's gonna call or when but I think 430 is safe so Wrong. We, we basically said let's do this thing at 430 and then one question in Dwayne interrupts Jason and you know when that <laughs> choice had to question. be made it yeah it really was it was it was an easy call we love you Jason right. but- so again thanks to Jason Jackson thanks to Dwayne Wade thanks to Dan Levitard and so far my favorite tweet of the day comes from birds I mean it's a human but it says birds and it says yep first couple of guests include a legend in Miami and some guy named Dwayne so that's exactly uh it's exactly what it's been so far and now we're going to probably mess up our first attempt at headlines yep What's trending now from the Sports Grill Update Center, where special grilled wings and sports are always the trend. All right, biggest headline is we're on 4-7. to seven. I'm going to get to that first. I think we talked about that enough in the first hour. Uh, from Dolphins Camp today, here's the news. Three guys of consequence uh, sat out the part of practice that media could observe. That's Rashad Jones with a hamstring, Deion Sims concussion, Derek Shelby with an eye. We'll get more details about that from Frito and other reporters out there as the week progresses the Dolphins play Jacksonville this Sunday they're in one of those no win win situations where if they win and they're not impressive enough everybody's going to get upset about the fact that they didn't blow them out Uh, obviously you know Jacksonville is a team that's still rebuilding we'll see how that goes Uh, the Marlins uh, well they ended the Mets eight game winning streak last night doesn't really matter we'll move on from that there is an interesting Marlins story though um, here because there was a guy, Josh Johnson, who was a pretty big name here for a long period of time, and he was supposed to be their ace. The cursed Josh Johnson. The cursed Josh Johnson. He is having his third Tommy John surgery, so we all feel for Josh Johnson. Some heat news, minor heat news. Actually, there's more heat news actually was made probably by Dwayne during that interview, which we are going to replay the Dwayne Wade interview at 545. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Dwayne Wade interview 545. Everybody's upset at us that we Before didn't give that, you enough we'll notice. Have at 515. We'll have Eric Spolster at 515. And yes, we're going to talk NFL. I promise you we have two NFL guests tomorrow, including a Dolphins guest. So we're going to get to a lot of Dolphins, but we decided to get uh, Spo, and when Dwayne's going to call, we're going to take Dwayne's call. Um, some heat news, if you're a season ticket holder, you care about such things. The Heat are moving their weekend games, or as many as they can, to 8 o'clock. You know, really? These have always been earlier games than that, but they've moved four games. The others they were not able to move because of some scheduling conflicts, but uh, November 21st against the Sixers, December 5th against the Cavs, December 18th against the Raptors, March 25th against the Magic. Those will be 8 o'clock games. So, again, even less of an excuse for fans who it's actually more of an excuse for late. me not to show up, but I guess now that we're doing this show, we probably want the later starts, right? So we can get there. Well, Friday, yes, absolutely. And, you know, who knows who I'll be working for at that point. Um, and NFL news here, uh, it appears that Ryan Mallett is going to be the starter. Many media reports that he's going to be the starter over Brian Hoyer in week two. That didn't last very long with the Houston Texans. 
Todd Gurley is working with its first string offense for the St. Louis Rams. And I'm not going to try to pronounce their names, but the Patriots have reinstated. There's reports that they've reinstated those two sort of lower level equipment guys who uh-huh. were who are tied to Deflategate. And the first episode of South Park will be devoted to Deflategate. That's actually hilarious, and I, I did want to uh, read a quote from Cartman from this uh, deb- uh, what 19th season debut, but let's just say this much. Yeah, you're going to need to work on the headlines there because you gave us Brian Hoyer and Ryan Mallett. <laughs> okay, I would much rather have uh, South Park be the second right behind the Miami Dolphins. You don't think that the there's Dolphins. some fantasy owner who, with, whether it's yes. with FanDuel or yes. DraftPod or DraftKings or whatever, who may want to play one of the Houston Texans but quarterbacks this Sunday? But we're doing our fantasy segment, which we will be doing some sort of fantasy segment well, on everybody Fridays. Everybody does fantasy segments these uh, days. I do not want to hear Ryan Mallett in the headlines Ryan again, unless he got traded Weren't there a lot Dolphins? of Dolphin fans that wanted him traded to the Dolphins a few years ago? Okay, I mean, okay. what were their options at that point? All right, well, anyway, I brought I put Josh Johnson in the first headlines we ever did, so, I mean, I'm really <laughs> bottom of the barrel here already. So, uh, speaking of bottom of the barrel, uh, I'm going to have to be really careful as I read this, because, uh, and I wish I could do a good Cartman. I got a good friend, Ray, who does a fantastic Cartman impression, but I can't do it. But apparently they're tackling uh, Deflategate, right? And I guess what happens is uh, Cartman... Uh, is sentenced to four days of detention by South Park Elementary's new principal. And he says, uh, you know what, guys? I'm going to Tom Brady this thing. I'm going to say, you're not giving me four days of detention. You're only giving me one. No, no. To heck with that. It doesn't say heck. You're giving me no days of suspension. And then I'm going to go home and, you know, do something to his wife, who's not even that hot, kind of looks like a dude. Uh, Would you care to comment? Screw you guys. I'm going home. (laughs) But we're not going home, but we're going to go to break real quick. Coming up next, the head coach of the Miami Heat, Eric Spolster, joins Izzy and Ethan. Come to the Fort Lauderdale Gun Show this Saturday and Sunday. It's your best chance to see and save on over 400 tables filled with everything from the world of shooting. Don't miss the giant Fort Lauderdale Gun Show this weekend at the War Memorial Auditorium. 790 The Ticket Traffic, brought to you by Hialeah Park Casino. Horse racing fans can now watch and wager in cool AC comfort at Hialeah Park. For more information, go to HialeahPark.com. The delays are definitely starting to build in Miami-Dade County. We've got an on-ramp completely shut down for police activity northbound 95 and northwest 62nd. Also a broken down vehicle is hogging up the left lane, 95 Express northbound at northwest 125th. And a right turn lane blocked Miami Gardens Drive eastbound at West Dixie Highway. Broward County right now, much like myself, looking for a little TLC. Somebody give it some attention, please. Right now the only thing going on is a disabled vehicle on 95, both directions at 595. This traffic report brought to you by the Foundation for a better life. As she didn't just visit the sick and poor, she moved in with them because they needed help. Mother Teresa couldn't do it all, but she gave her all. Compassion. Pass it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. I'm Pam Warner on 790 The Ticket at 104.3 HD2. Now with more Dan and Stu weekdays 9A to 1P and then again from 3 to 4. Butch Davis joins Zaslow and Joy every Monday morning this season from 7.30 to 8. Insights from the former Canes coach, brought to you by the Florida Lottery, Miami Caneswear, and Gus Machado Ford. Welcome back to Izzy and Ethan here. And uh, Ethan, we've got our favorite coach on the line right now, the uh, the one who probably never would have done this had it not been you and I on this radio show. Uh, the Miami Heat's head coach, Eric Spolster, joins us on the Resorts, Resorts World Bimini guest line. And Eric, I guess the first question that Ethan and I both want to ask you is why are you doing this? Because it's our understanding that you very much dislike doing radio interviews. Yeah, I do. I mean, you guys know I never do these kind of shows. So 
Uh, first of all, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, on your show. Uh, get a couple writers trying to do this thing. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, you can't get somebody better. You know, that, you know somebody a little bit, with a little bit more charisma or something. Well, we tried, and the thing is, is you know, we're following up. Essentially, this slot right here is following Dan Levitard, who you know killed it on this station and you know nationally for more than a decade. And you know, you kind of know a thing or two about following a legend. So we yeah. were kind of hoping to get some advice from you on well, that. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna make it tough. I'm I'm so tempted. To, to do the Harbaugh right now. I just make you guys work for this. Really want to make right you guys bat, work huh? and sweat and have to, have to earn your paycheck. Well, we've seen Israel have to deal with Popovich on oh. the sidelines, mm-hmm. so he's accustomed oh, yeah. to this. I don't know that you can be any worse than that. But, no, it, Eric does hate the radio interview. I was trying to get him on all summer on the thing I was doing on Sirius, and he was very polite about it, but basically said go to hell on a repeated basis. <laughs> <laughs> with a variety of different communications. So we do appreciate you doing this, and we, we also appreciate you kind of, you know, we know you kind of crawl into a hole for the summer and disappear for a little bit. What what was this summer like for you? Because this summer started earlier than the last four summers have started. Yeah, I mean, there's was a lot of growth um, for me. I mean, it was an opportunity to do a lot of different things. Uh, you know, we're not used to having our season end in the middle of April, um, and obviously that's a good thing. Uh, if you have uh, a summer like this, you, you, you can't have too many of these in a row <laughs> in this profession. Uh, so you try to take advantage of it. And I think all of us, the, the, the guys, the staff, the players that had been on that extended run uh, were able to take advantage of it, get away, uh, clear our heads, go on vacation. Uh, it was a tough season last year. Um, a lot of different emotions that happened in the last 13 months. Uh, but we were able to move on from that. And then uh, after summer league, uh, all of us were able to really, uh, you know, start to dial in, and, and we we're already refreshed. So we were able to come back into uh, the office with clear minds, get ready for a, an exciting season. We feel 13 months later, after all the changes, that we have a team that uh, the city can be proud of. But it also inspires you to come into work and uh, and be good for this team. We're here with Heat coach Eric Spolstra on 790 The Ticket. Eric, you mentioned getting away for a little bit, kind of clearing your head. As you look back now that you've had for four months or so since the end of the last season. What's the biggest thing you learned from last year? Well, last season, every season you have in, in this league is an opportunity to, to learn and, and get better. And I, I think I said this last year, going through um, that season was like uh, coaching um, in the D-League. Uh, with all the changes and having to change your style of play multiple times during the season, uh, that, that's something that uh, can have great value. Um, if you learn and take it the right way, we're not making an excuse for for what happened. The result uh, ultimately, um, you know, is is the deal, and we're upset of, about uh, not making the playoffs. Uh, but uh, you have an opportunity now to get away and then really reflect on um, your philosophy, uh, the team. Once we put this together, uh, what we would have done differently uh, with that team, what we would have done differently in the past. Uh, and really work uh, to get better. Um, the last time we really had an extended opportunity, I mean, we're always trying to push to get better, uh, meet with other coaches, meet with other uh, business leaders, uh, anybody that can inspire us and we can learn from uh, that deal with motivating uh, people, um, putting together teams. But the last time we had an opportunity like this really was the lockout uh with an extended period of time to plan for a season. And that's what I looked at, at this was um, an opportunity for our staff to really get prepared and give our best effort for this team. Well, speaking of getting away then, um, you know, you guys were out in L.A., right? That's where it was. 
And it wasn't just, you know, a handful of players there. It was the coach and the staff. Um, how did that all come about? And what was the idea of going, you know, just in the middle of the summer out west for, for some, you know, some us time? Yeah, I mean, it was player-driven. Uh, CB and I had lunch uh, in Vegas during the summer league. Uh, he brought it up, and um, and it just took off from there. Dwayne got on board right away, and uh, both those guys, uh, as we know, stay out there f- uh, for parts of the summer. Um, so they thought it'd be a good idea to to bring everybody out there, and then it just took a little bit of brainstorming to to get all the finer details of it. But it was a great trip. Uh, all of us love L.A. I'm a West Coast guy, <laughs> so it was an easy trip uh, going from uh, Oregon down to there, meeting up with with everybody. It wasn't just basketball. We were able to do uh, some things outside, have a barbecue, um, you know, start to get to know each other. Does that stuff translate into wins? You know, you can't. Uh, prove it one way or another, but it, it's good to to get guys together and, and start to, to work on that bond that's necessary. Just curious, and we're talking to Heat Coach Eric Spolster on the Resorts World Bimini Guest Line. Just curious in terms of basketball, what do you do in that setting? Because you don't treat it like a training camp no. or anything like that. So do you just got, do they just run? Is it just, uh, do you just watch them play pickup and get ideas? How does that work? No, we did some drills, but it was player driven. Okay. Uh, and what I told uh, CB Dwayne, I, I just said, hey, we're just here to help. We're here to serve. Um, this is not uh, the middle of January. Uh, use us however you want. If you want to kick us out of the gym, go ahead. <laughs> but uh, I'll shag, uh, rebound for you, uh, help facilitate the drill, encourage the guys. Um, but uh, we were d- doing very minimal coaching. Uh, it was more ju- just about getting together, uh, having some games in there, having some fun, uh, getting back in the gym. Uh, and and spending some hangout time uh, out of Miami. So I, I like the trip. Uh, uh, one of the, my favorite parts was climbing the Santa Monica stairs. Every day I'd try to do something physical outside the gym, and uh, I'd done the stairs. Uh, are you guys aware of those stairs? Well, I've, I've heard of them. I haven't actually seen them or, you know, climbed them. Nor would <laughs> I climb them, right? Got to try them. You got to try them. It's a beast. <laughs> and so it's a real butt kicker. And uh, people go up and down the stairs all hours and even into the night. Uh, you can just find it on Google Maps. And that's what we did. And went out there one day. And then I mentioned to the guys I was going out the next morning. And a bunch of guys came with us. So um, that was fun. Well, I'll be out there in uh, October. So I'll make sure to do it. And I'll take pictures and video to prove it to you. Do it. Put it up there. And if you, if you can't do that, do the sand hill. I don't think Eric's seen me run recently, but anyway, we're going to move on. I don't think anybody on. has. <laughs> right, exactly. I don't think in about 10 years. We were there exposure on the Resorts Will Bimini guest line on 790. The ticket, you mentioned uh, CB, Chris Bosch, and I, I know everybody's happy to see the, the condition that he's in right now, considering what he went through last season. There were a couple of photos that circulated of him looking maybe a little bigger than we were accustomed to seeing him. I don't know when the last time you saw him, but what was kind of the the plan for him physically this off season. What did you want from him coming back into this year? Well, actually, I just saw him uh, today. You know, okay. He was he was in here. Um, so the most important thing was just getting back and being healthy. Okay, we weren't even overthinking it, uh, considering what we were thinking in, in February. Uh, but then just to train and get ready. So he's been doing everything. He's been doing weight work, getting stronger, getting his body right, but also doing conditioning and working on his basketball skills. Uh, so right now, yes, his body is built up, uh, but it's it's not necessarily that we want him to, to be massive and Dwight Howard's size to bang. He still has to be 
a versatile player for us, a positionless player. So that means he's going to have to have some quickness and agility to be out in the perimeter. Um, but the strength uh, gains that he made this summer hopefully will help him uh, endure the rigors of a long you know, NBA season. I think that's the most important thing about adding strength and uh, a little bit of weight. Uh, probably when we get into the, the season, hopefully the idea is he'll keep the, the strength, you know, but maybe the weight will come back down a little bit. Eric, I know a lot of what went hap- what went down last year was a lot out of your control, you know, with health issues and whatnot. But um, would you consider that season your biggest disappointment as a head coach, just in the result, not necessarily in the why? And if so, like, what, what do you compare it to at all? Because I would imagine that that you know first finals, the uh, 2011 finals against the Mavericks was you know just crushing for everybody, and probably felt like a bigger disappointment. But do, do you look? at last year and say, you know, this rebound to, to me and to this team is critical? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, all of them are, are tough in that particular time. You know, whenever it happens, I mean, the, the 2011 uh, finals loss, that was soul-crushing. Uh, I mean, that took months and months uh, really to get over uh, with a, a ton of regret. And, you yeah, know, last year, yes, uh, it did. Uh Whenever you you don't accomplish what you want to accomplish, it it, it creates pain. I mean, that's why we're in this business is all the highs and lows that come with competition uh, and how it tests you, how it measures you, how it pushes you uh, to be better. Um, So last year, yes, it was very disappointing. uh, But after we got off away from it uh, and away from the disappointment, we're not discounting it uh, because there's always great expectations with this organization. That's why I love it. Uh, but it was more about, okay, solutions, how do we get on to the next season and how we put together a team um, that hopefully can contend. We're talking to Eric Spolster on the Resorts Bill Bimini guest line on 7-9 the ticket. We're going to let him go soon. I know he's worried. We're just going to keep him on the air here. <laughs> I mean, this for, is so scintillating. For, we can just for, keep this going for, all forever, afternoon. Yeah, I mean, just keep it going until you People get to the one-word answers. Know that. Yeah, <laughs> so, um, but I did want to ask you about Pat Riley because the organization uh, you know, was, was putting out a lot of social media stuff about his – 20, 20 years uh, in, in the in the business. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's ask you about that. Actually, what, what's your feeling on that? I'm envious. I mean, I grew mine out this summer. Nobody mentioned anything, but you know, I have the the Filipino genes where I can only grow by mustache and on my chin. So I must be part a... Filipino then, because I got the same problem. If I ever tried to grow out a beard, it would just frighten people. Yeah, and then uh, now I have, uh, you know, uh, on the chin is more gray than it is uh, dark hair, so I didn't keep it very long. But... but as long as you're wearing the backwards cap when you leave shoot around, though, I don't think anybody's going to think you're too old. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Who catches that? I do always, <laughs> <laughs> always. But what I was going to ask you about Pat, twenty years, and other than the beard. I mean, you've been around him for you know two decades now. How has he changed, if at all? Yeah, I mean the the competitive fire that's never going to change. You know, people ask me that. Okay, you know, now that he turned seventy, is he different? Uh, I think the nature of his evolution in positions that's probably where he's changed. But the competitive fire and the force of nature and uh, creating a culture that that doesn't change. And the the, the getting into the competition and putting having the passion to put together a team, uh, he could do this for another 10 or 15 years, uh, and that's what we're all hoping hoping for. He hasn't lost any steam. I mean, we all end up getting so motivated after last season, and um, and Pat has shown an incredible motor. Um, you know, even as he's uh, 
uh, changed uh, roles and, and positions uh, with, with the franchise, but he's uh, still very, very much involved and very passionate and can put in uh, an incredible workload. Um, you know, that of uh, somebody much, much younger. I love that. He just dropped it. Pat has an incredible motor. Like, this is the NFL draft <laughs> we're talking about here. <laughs> Spo, I'll leave you, let you go on this one. Other than the stairs, because that couldn't have been the coolest thing you've done all summer, uh, what's the, the coolest thing you've done? The, 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 you know, because you've done some pretty uh, amazing things in previous summers, and I, I, you know, the coaching tour is one of the other ones, but that's more of a, a long-term thing. What's the coolest thing you've done you've done this offseason? I'm going to jump off the line because you're going to ask a bunch of questions after this. All right, literally as soon as I answer this, All right. I'm done. I'm okay. out. Okay, we'll, we'll see it. you in six months. All right. So the coolest thing I did this summer, without a doubt, I got engaged. All right, uh, see you guys. Whoa, <laughs> Wow, he dropped that one on us. Is that is that breaking news right there? Uh, I think that is breaking news. Did he just news. break news? Well, I will say this: you become uh, you know a, a big star on on the E Online uh, t- <laughs> TMZ circuit recently, right, and right, I think right. Spolster just decided to bump you right off little, of that. Little, okay, I mean that would that would probably be more than just E Online. That would maybe be ESPN.com. <laughs> that might be a little uh, of both. Exclamation point! But uh, wow, congrats to Eric Spolster. I, I, See, I think he was going to drop that on us anyway. Because it sounds like he just kind of wanted to get that out there and, and, and leave. But, uh, man, that's amazing. Congratulations, uh, Coach Congratulations. Bo. And I want to say something about Eric, too, because uh, people don't realize, I think, what kind of a guy he is. Uh, when my daughter was born mm-hmm. on July 17th, 2014, everything else that was going on with the Heat, they just lost LeBron six days earlier. I checked my phone that night, and I've got a text from Eric Spolster with congratulations. Well, he texted me congratulations a little bit ago, said he was uh, the last one to know, like he is on everything else. But uh, <laughs> Apparently, man. we're the first ones to know about the engagement, so congratulations that's awesome. to and, Eric. And when you wonder why we said uh, he's our favorite coach. That's our favorite coach right there, Eric Spolster. We'll be right back after this. So Coach Spo just dropping that bomb on us, which is not that big of a deal, but it would be to like my older sister, for example, who's had a crush on Coach you Spo know forever. What? The, the funniest <laughs> thing about that is that will be bigger news to a lot of people than like if he had told us who his backup point guard is going to be this year. And I know there's interest in that too, because I know people have been following Mario Chalmers in his Instagram today. And no, I have no idea what that's about. We'll we will try to get to the bottom of that. I've invited Mario into the show if he wants to share with us because he tends to be a little bit cryptic on social media. Mm-hmm. Like there, there are certain athletes that just, you know, they, they sort of give you a little bit of a hint. Hell, there are certain just people who do that. But congratulations again to Eric Spolster. We were not expecting that. And I don't know if he was planning on doing that or not planning on doing that or he just wanted to get I out of the care. way before media I'm just media glad day. he did it on this show. Well, like I said, there, there's, uh, you know, it, it's it's great for Eric and you know, that, that'll get him on E! Online with you. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure mine has expired. But uh, so we followed up Dwayne Wade with Dan Levitard. So now we're going to follow up Spo announcing his engagement with... Who do we got on the line here? Is this is this who I think it is? Stu Gatz, yes, is that you? Hey, what's going on? Listen, it's my job to guess what Mario Chalmers is doing. It's my job to, to guess. All I do Let's is Let's start there, then. What in the world is he talking about? No, that's why you're in this spot right now. <laughs> we will know, but we were too busy lining up amazing guests. So yeah, that's right. <laughs> we'll figure that one out I, in a minute. I'm too busy checking my text. And by the way, Stu, I mean, I used to have credibility, but after sitting across from you on SportsBank for a period of time, we've agreed <laughs> that I lost all that credibility anyways. I'm just going to become one of those radio guys like you and Dan yeah. that just talks off the top of their heads. 
Yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's how you do it, and that's what I do to you. Like, if you sit with me and do any sort of work with me, all your credibility is shot. So, Izzy, make sure you're never on that show, okay? Well, I would like to make sure that you don't follow up in Stu uh, you know, footprints or whatever, or, because that means that I'm the one who's going to have to do all the work and do all the thinking and do all the research. And I was kind of hoping it could be the other way around, that I can just come in and just, you know, make fun of you. Stu, how do well, you... It's what, I told, it, it's what I told Ethan the other night. I said, you know, I, 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 like, I like Izzy driving the show. I, listen, I like reacting. It's easier. Like, he's right, Ethan. It's easier. Like, Izzy's got the harder job here, so, uh, so reacting is, is far easier than... than than driving the show, well, you know, so. he's already upset at me. We've been in this show now. We've known, oh each o- we've known each other for almost 20 years. We've been doing this show now for an hour and 37 minutes. You know, I, man- right. I managed to deliver a couple of premium guests to Israel, and yet he's still irritated at me Stu, because listen. during the breaks, what I do is I keep the headphones on the Why? whole time. So, because I'm listening, I don't know, I'm listening to the commercials. I got to hear the latest. Is it DraftKings or FanDuel that you endorse? Which of those two is it that you do? Both? Who, who me? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Ethan, you'll learn this is how you do it. I endorse uh, DraftKings nationally and FanDuel locally. <laughs> right. So that's like James Harden, who's been wearing the, who's now got this big endorsement deal with Adidas, but he's wearing Nike but, out in public. But he's got the headphones on during the breaks, Dugat. And I, I, I'm talking to, you know, to the producers back there, and then two seconds later, he will take off the headphones and announce the exact same thing to the producers, or I'll say something to him, and he obviously won't hear it, and then he finally takes off the headphones. What are you doing listening to the commercials? Well, we've been trying to decide who would be the Stugats of this show, and apparently after We're, the first show, it's me. I mean, right. it's clear. And I also say that you guys have fought more in 90 minutes than Ed and I have fought in 12 years. So congratulations <laughs> on that. A good job out of you guys. Oh, that's I mean, Harden one's funny, right? Isn't it, Ethan? That's pretty funny. By the way, it will be DraftKings both locally and nationally starting very soon. All but, right, so I'll make sure I, yeah, I make sure I mention that one when I talk to you. The, the Harden one's kind of funny, right? They're paying him $200 million to not wear Nikes, and he wears Nikes. Well, that's the thing. LeBron does this all the time, though. Remember when LeBron was endorsing State Farm? But he tweeted out that he loved the progressive woman, Flo. So right. he's no longer with State Farm. He's now with Progressive. Then there was before a game where he talked about how his phone had deleted all of his information. And, of course, he endorses Samsung. He said to us yes, last year at a shoot-around that he doesn't eat McDonald's anymore because he's trying to eat healthy. And, of course, he endorses McDonald's. <laughs> and then there's there's the, there's the Powerade, Gatorade thing where, you know, always covering up the cup with a Gatorade. Or he'll pour the Gatorade into the Powerade bottle. Right. So, I mean, you I mean, look, the reality is that this has been mastered by him and that you're just basically following in his footsteps where, you know, you're going to endorse absolutely everything. Yeah, I mean, that's how you do it. But I will also tell you this, maybe $200 million, and, and like, yeah, you'll get the exclusive. Like, that's it. I isn't that what you got? I thought that's what, what you got? got. Yeah, I mean, I thought that's what Levitard got you, right? I mean, isn't, wasn't that the hold up? See, what I, here's what I want to understand about your negotiation. I don't think anybody's really pressed you on this. Is that okay. my my understanding is Israel and I were waiting for this thing to happen so we could find out what we were going to be doing with our lives in the afternoon or if there was a chance of us actually getting this show. And I was texting you relentlessly and texting Dan. My understanding was like Dan was done, but it was like your deal that was hung up in the air. Is that accurate? Yeah, and Izzy, I maintain that uh, that Ethan had a foam finger, like rooting for us to move <laughs> to middays because he wanted this so badly. Uh, no, I, listen, you guys know Dan really well. Both of you do. Like he he's loyal, and so he was just kind of making sure that not just me, all of us were getting the deals that we were all, that we all wanted, that we were all comfortable with. So uh, yeah, I, I guess I kind of held it up, but. Um, you know, I did so with Dan's blessing because he's, you know, he's the greatest. Uh, he, he really is. I mean, he's a great friend, and he's the, he's he's a great guy to have as a coworker. He's loyal almost to a fault, and uh, so, 
you know, he gave me the time and, and kind of, I guess, the leverage, I guess, uh, to, to negotiate away. And, and we did it and got it done. It was just short of $200 million, by the way. Right, that's what I thought. He got very uncomfortable, by the way, because I spent uh, about, you know, three minutes praising him when he called in earlier to the show. He got very uncomfortable oh, when I praised even. him. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, I probably screwed it up already. Stu, uh, last thing before we get out of here, because, you know, we want to play the, replay that Dwayne Wade interview because it was awesome. And, right. uh what When's LeBron uh, coming on, by the way? Uh, get, him, get him to get LeBron. We can't tell Lord you. He's not coming on with a leather dart. We, we know he's going to come on eventually. We just can't tell you when. Uh, but I wanted to okay. ask you, because Dan said that you've been mailing it in worse than ever since you started at 9 a.m., so I need some examples. Like, what are you doing that you weren't doing before? Or oh, the other I way around? The, I, I don't have the luxury of listening to all these shows and still hearing oh, everyone's takes Oh, that's so right. Now, now what I figured out is I've got to kind of uh, – you know, I've got to, I've got to actually do some research to pay attention to things, which which I'm uncomfortable with. Which you know, it was impossible to see that before we made the decision to do this. Uh, but yeah, I guess I got to prepare more. I got to prepare more. We're dumping you now because we got to get to Dwayne. <laughs> but but speaking of preparation, you should be prepared. I got the go ahead today. The ticket talkback line is coming back yes. specifically for you. It is only going to take calls. From you, it is your private line. Call it whenever you want. We're setting right. that up tomorrow. Well, I appreciate that because you guys ruined my quest to be on from uh, 6 a to 7 p every <laughs> single day. So, uh, But now I have an outlet. Uh, guys, and I mean this sincerely. I'm happy for Izzy, congratulations on your wedding, by the way. That's Thank awesome. You. I'm happy for you. And, guys, congratulations on the show. You deserve it. Um, I think you're the perfect replacement for us. And it's this audience, the audience that's listening right now, is not a good audience. It's a great audience. It's a loyal audience. They've been great to us. We appreciate everything. And they'll be great to you guys. So uh, congratulations to you guys. We're Thank you, buddy. We love you. We love these uh, this audience, definitely. And they're all, we're off to a good start so far. Appreciate it. That was uh, Stu Gatz joining us on the Resorts World Bimini guest line because I didn't say that earlier. But uh, coming up next, we replay the Dwayne Wade interview that was pretty tremendous. Now joining us on the Resorts World Bimini guest line is our secret guest, and his name happens to be Dwayne Wade. Dwayne, how you doing? What's up? How y'all doing? I'm good. I'm very good. Um, <laughs> so, first of all, Ethan, uh, you've got the release there, right? Yeah, you know, what? you're uh, you're being honored again tonight. Like, doesn't this happen like every night? What's what's uh, what, what's the latest? What are you being this honored for about? this time? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't happen every day. I'll tell you that. But um, I am being honored tonight. You know, I'm going into the Hall of Fame out here in um, in our great great state of Florida. So I'm. Um, I'm very excited. I've been. That's why I was a little late on the call. I've been trying to prepare my speech. We figured. So I apologize. <laughs> There's no worry. It's the uh, the Greater Miami Chamber of Commerce Sports Hall of Champions, and you're going to be inducted alongside. If I got this right, is it Chris Everett and Jack, Jack Nicholas? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's I pretty am. impressive. Well, it's an honor for me for sure. So I'm 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 excited. My family's excited. Everyone's getting all dressed and ready to go. So. Good. Well, Dwayne, thanks for thanks for you know joining us on the first show. Now, Ethan was going to try to tell you that you have to do this every week now because you did it on the first <laughs> show, but we're gonna we're gonna take you off the hook there and say thanks. But um, I think we wanted to start off with the real pressing issues here. You were wearing a Jets jersey. Uh, can you please explain to everybody down here why you were wearing a Jets jersey and that you weren't uh, jumping ship or or trying to annoy people? <laughs> No, it was, that was about the name on the back, not the name on the front. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very, very um, good friends with Brandon Marshall. Um, actually, when he came out to play for the Dolphins, we became friends, and then he went to play for my beloved Bears, and I became a psycho fan friend. And uh, we've done some community things together. Uh, so, you know, he was actually the one who 
gave me the information to go to Harvard, et cetera. So we have a great relationship and um, really like that guy, man. So, you know, just going to support him and um, showing my love and support, um, you know, to, to my friend, you know, more so than worrying about uh, a sport that I don't play. <laughs> or <laughs> I'm worried about, you know, supporting my friend that I was very, very hurt that he got, that, that the Bears let him go. But I'm glad he found a home in, um, in the Jets. And even though it's a rivalry for um, the Dolphins, um, you know, it's uh, it's a good thing because it, it makes the sport great. And uh, I'm glad he's happy over there. We're talking to Dwayne Wade here on 790 The Ticket on the Resorts World Bimini guest line. Uh, Dwayne, you mentioned we talk about the Jets thing, but that's not sort of the only conflict that you've got going on because I believe your wife has a certain preference for a certain college football team that is also playing a <laughs> Miami team this week. How are we handling that one, particularly after you got the chance to go out there uh, to Lincoln and experience that? Well, listen, listen, I love the city of Miami and the the whole Wade County and all that. But what's more important to me is making sure my household is <laughs> calm and quiet and happy. So I'm going, I'm rolling with my wife. I'm sorry, guys. I got married into being a Cornhusker and uh, I got to support. Now, I love supporting Miami. So I get a chance to go to the game and support both. But uh, in this house, it's Cornhuskers now. What was the coolest thing about that experience? Going out there. Um, well, it, one of the coolest things was going down and just, you know, kind of getting the background of my wife and, you know, kind of where she grew up and hearing the stories, going to the, the homes that she was at, going and knock on next door neighbors' doors like crazy people and just trying to, you know, me to understand, but also just try to, you know, get her to just remember, you know, where, where she came from and remember those moments and then have an opportunity to go to Lincoln, uh, Nebraska and get a chance to go and visit certain places um, was, to me, it was an honor that, that, you know, they opened their doors up for, for us to go in there. The basketball team got a chance to talk to them, which is very cool. I kept it real, real, real with them. And then got the opportunity to tour the football facilities and see the amazing, I mean, they got top of the line things out there, man, that we don't have in professional sports. And I was just letting them know, listen, right here and here, this ain't real life right in here. Y'all better enjoy these four years. Um, but, I got a chance to see 90-plus thousand in a sea of red in, the, in, um, in Nebraska at the game. And even though it was a heartbreaking loss, it was a great experience for me. So wait a second. So it's a Nebraska football household now. Is Udonis still allowed in? Because I imagine oh, you'd have to him, keep him and Gabby separated this week, no? Listen, you don't even want to know the text messages I got from UD already. <laughs> I didn't got some. I didn't got some Udonis kind of text messages already. But uh, it's all good. We all going to the game, so it'd be a little trash talking going on. But um, you know, like I said, I didn't. I went to Marquette. We didn't have a football team. Right. I don't have a college football team. I'm, I'm up for adoption, and I'm looking to adopt. So we'll see who impressed me. <laughs> all right, we're talking to Dwayne Wade here on 790 The Ticket. And Dwayne, your off season, we we got to follow a lot of it in on social media on snapchat on some of these other places and we're seeing these photos of you with your teammates a lot this summer how did that come about and i mean were you guys out in la specifically out la you guys were searching for the joshua tree and uh, with all these pictures (laughs) in the desert did you organize some of that stuff how did that come to pass well, the, the L.A. thing was um, was all Chris Bosch. I can take no credit for that. You know, Chris came to me 
we both stay in L.A. in the summertime, and he came to me and um, came up with the idea that he wanted to take the guys, you know, elsewhere. I think the the, the reason it came about last year, man, was a tough year for for everyone. Um, you know, the summer and, and LeBron leaving and everyone was all up in arms, and then we put this team together and, you know, we had a lot of injuries going on, and the team never got a chance to really learn each other and get to know each other. You know, we didn't do the things that we'd done in the past to kind of build that bond, that chemistry. Everyone was to themselves, and it was kind of an idea to say, hey, man, we got we to gotta, we gotta do it different this year. We got to, you know, build this brotherhood, build this bond sooner um, than later if we want to compete um, the way that I think we all do. So it was Chris' idea to do that, and uh, we had an amazing time out there at Joshua's Tree just hanging as guys and, <laughs> and uh, working out together and, you know, all those things. So it was cool. Well, we see LeBron copied you down here, but we're not going to say anything about that. I'll just follow <laughs> up with this question. Uh, how does Chris, how does CB look? I mean, obviously trying to get himself back into health. There have been a couple pictures. I think the angles were just off that he looks like he's really bulked up up top. Uh, I, you know, back in the day, he tried to do that in Toronto and his knees were hurting him. So I doubt he's trying to get that big. But how does he look and, and what can you tell fans about uh, about CB right now? Well, I mean, it's it's. it's... I mean, we're not even in training camp yet, so everyone's, you know, expectations of everyone's bodies and conditioning and everything right now, especially someone who missed, you know, so much of the season. It's going to take Chris a little while to get back into the floor of things, but what he has been doing is he has been working on his body. So, you know, he's bulked up a little bit. He's put on probably, you know, you know a little extra weight, but I don't think it's nothing, you know, at the age now that he is with the way he plays and how, you know, he plays at his own pace, et cetera. I don't, I don't want to see it. Nothing that will hurt him, his game at all. I mean, his trainers know what he's doing and, and everything. But, you know, in the workout, Chris looked like Chris. You know, obviously we have to get up and down the court and, you know, all those things and all this time and have to come back. But, you know, he's excited to be playing the game again, man. And that's why I see, I see like a grown little kid, you know, out there. We're talking to Dwayne Wade on the Resorts World Bimini guest line. Dwayne, your own approach to this off season. Again, we see some of the pictures there, too, and some of the things you've done with your body. What was kind of your approach as you wanted to come into training camp? And and how do you see this season? It's it's obviously a different group than you got to play with all the last year. How do you see your own sort of role with this team evolving? Well, I mean, from for myself individually, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll am i be turning 34 this year. I'm going into my 13th year in the league. And if you ask a lot of people, they probably didn't think I'd make it this long with the way that I play the game of basketball um, and the style of play. But, you know, every year you come in, you try to challenge yourself. Um, and this summer was just trying to challenge myself to my body. And, you know, I the last couple of summers I've worked with, you know, my, my amazing trainer, Tim Grover. And this year I decided to, to switch trainers, go a different way um, to, to give my body something different, um, a different experience. And I'm working with a trainer down here named Dave. Alexander and um, you know just trying different things and uh, it's I've been feeling good but you know the season's not in yet um, but I've been working on my body and that's the biggest thing you can do is you you work hard to prepare yourself for those moments and hopefully when the moments come um, you know you can you know live up to you know the, the moment or the situation so for me going into my 13th year um, especially coming off last year is doing whatever I can to help this team win I've always done that you know and and I don't know why people in Florida like to test my, um, like to test, you know, kind of my faith and my belief and my love and all this for Miami um, because I wear a jersey <laughs> to a game or because it's that I am, you know, I am, you know, in this community. I've done everything that I possibly can from the basketball standpoint and everything to try to, you know, help this town be successful. And I will, you know, continue to do that. It's you know, sometimes the business side steps in. Yeah. But, you know, the heart is there, the love is there, and, um, you know, I continue to do that.
that's how much they love you, Dwayne. That's all it is. Like, they don't want you to be uh, anywhere else or to be loyal to anywhere else or even like anybody yeah. else. They love you down yeah. here. So, yeah, don't question uh, my loyalty, y'all. Yeah. Don't not question my loyalty. Real quick, how'd you end up on a plane with Pat? Was that really a random coincidence that he was on your flight, or did you guys know you were going to be on the same flight? No, no, very random. So this is what happened. Uh-huh. So I get to the airport, and I'm headed to New York. Um, you know, my wife's up there for Fashion Week, and I got some things planned. And I'm, so I get to the airport, and, you know, I have, you know, the people that walks me to the plane. So on my way to the plane, the, the lady was walking me. She said, oh, I have a surprise for you. So I'm like, oh, surprise, huh? So I get on the plane. As soon as I get on, I look to my left, and I see Coach Riley sitting there, and he's got his phone out to take a picture of my reaction. <laughs> And he's moved my seat. I was supposed to be in a different seat. He's moved my seat right next to his. And um, we ended up being seatmates on up to New York. He was going to the Hall of Fame, and I was going to um, you know, to my side of New York. So it was, it was cool, man. We talked for a little while, and then he said, get some sleep, and I, I passed out. Well, that's what I was going to ask you, because sometimes you get seated next to somebody on a plane. This happens to me as much as I travel, and it's like, oh, God, this guy. This guy's going to talk to me the entire time. I mean, you didn't – there wasn't like a little look away, like, oh, my, I'm going to be hearing stories about the Lakers and we're hearing stories about the Knicks and Ewing and all that stuff. There wasn't any of that trepidation when you sat down next to You've week? heard them all. Yeah, no, I, I, it wasn't all that. You know, one, one thing is, and I actually enjoy, like, one-on-one conversations that I have, you know, with, with, um, with Coach Riley to me is I, I enjoy those moments. I mean, he's, he's a great mind, you know, Hall of Famer, and, you know, you have to take those moments and, you know, and, and really respect them. Uh, but I, yeah, it was none of that. You know, we talked a little bit about basketball. We talked about family. We talked about eating. We talked about all <laughs> kind of vacations and and then you know he told me to go and get some sleep, which I was happy because I was very very tired. But uh, it wasn't even all that. All right, Dwayne. Well, we're going to let you go because you're going to be inducted into the Greater Miami Chamber of Commerce's Sports Hall of Champions alongside names like Jack Nicholas and Chris Everett. That's pretty. Pretty darn impressive, but we expect no less from you. Hey, Dwayne, thanks for always being good to us. We're just starting this show right here. I'm sure we'll have you on down the road, but thank you very much for joining us on the first show, man. Really appreciate it. Well, I'm glad I could be on, fellas. Anytime, man. Anytime. All right, we're going to take you up on that. So you're calling tomorrow, <laughs> 445. <Anytime I'm> available. <laughs> All, right. All right. Thanks, Dwayne. See you at Media Day.